This is the Full Port Podcast with Josh Howard and Nate Wyatt, brought to you by T.P. Howard's Plumbing. Hey, this is Josh Howard, T.P. Howard's Plumbing. There's nothing worse than a plumbing emergency. On today's podcast, I want to introduce Nikki West. I've known Nikki, what, all my life? Just, yeah. All your life. Yep, all my life. Oh, yeah, me and Beverly used to babysit you. (laughs) (laughs) So Nikki lives, what? 500 yards from where we're sitting right now? Sandwich. Sandwich. Yeah, that's a crunch sandwich. Oh, my gosh. It's a lot longer than a sandwich. Maybe Nikki's sandwich. <clears throat> Nikki, what's your morning routine? Uh, Beverly fusses at me for this, but I set the alarm at 530, and I hit snooze at least uh, half a dozen times. And uh, when I finally do turn it off, I get up. Try to play with Beverly, but that don't go too good. Um, I usually, and she usually tells me to get my butt up out of bed and go to work. Um, so I get up, I do brush my teeth. I either take a shower bef- the night before. What kind of toothpaste do you use? Crest. Right on. Okay. Uh, but I take a shower the night before or the the morning if I, you know, get up in time. So if I come in, you know, like five minutes till seven, you know, I got lucky that morning. all right tell us where tell us where you grew up um we called it la uh lower arden um and uh went to uh, tc robertson high school um played um played ball growing up um played with the kids in the neighborhood and you know the cow pasture ball that kind of stuff um, but anyway, went to T.C. Robertson High School, played uh, baseball, basketball, football, uh, quit playing basketball my after my freshman year. And but then you grew up what, Penner's Cove? Penner's Cove. It was called the Penner's Cove Wrecking Crew. <laughs> that was the Sunday pickup football game that I got in trouble with the football coach for playing in. Where did this pickup game take place? Uh, Cal Pasture. Tell us about, so I've heard a lot of stories, the reason I'm asking these questions. So let's start with your granny. Give us a granny story. Oh, granny, uh, she was a good woman. Uh, I had to get up every morning, work in the garden with her. The woman probably had bigger kahunas than anybody I ever know. Snakes did not phase her. I'm petrified of snakes. If a snake was in her garden, she would pick the dad gym thing up by its tail and pop its head and throw it back down. It was dead. I mean, it, wasn't, it wouldn't snap the head off, but she would snap it, and the snake was dead, and it didn't do all that wiggling around like they do when you cut them off with a shovel. <laughs> and so you, your daddy collected guitars. He collected guitars. among uh, Daddy only had one. I, I might be wrong about this, but I can, I, Daddy collected everything. Guns, guitars, you name it, he collected it. And he only had one of a wife and a daughter. That was the only thing he ever had one of. So what are some things he did not have one, more than one of? What? He had two sons. Well, right, but I mean, let's go. I mean, guitars, what? guns, uh, cars. He, he liked cars. When we got to racing, we couldn't just have one race car. It it was two, three. And Mom would always fuss because we'd be in the basement and all them fumes would be getting upstairs. And <laughs> she's like. What, what kind of guitars y'all have? Old Fenders, old Gibsons. Um, uh, first old guitar daddy ever got me was an old Fender Broadcaster, 1950. And the first time they uh, Fender come out with a twin pickup 
guitar. And uh, it was in 1950. And Gresh had a set of drums that they was calling broadcasters. They was going to sue Fender over it. And they just, what they'd done in 1951 was took the broadcaster off. And it, that's what everybody's known as the Fender no-casters. Um, and then in 1951, they come out with the Fender Telecaster that everybody knows today. And what do you? What's one of them you had now? No, I don't have that one. I've got uh, uh, my little brother's uh, 58 Sunburst Les Paul. That's a very sought-after guitar. Um, and um, the next war, the finishes off where he's my little brother could play. I never could play like my little brother. That's why I ended up starting to play the bass. Uh, but that was all my little brother done. Uh, Mom and Dad used to yell at him because we shared the same bedroom growing up. And Mom and Dad used to yell at him, turn that thing off and go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what he started doing? <clears throat> Headphones. He'd plug it into the guitar. Yeah. Well, and so, so Nikki, if you ever want to find, if you want to see Nikki in person, come to the local joint or the joint next door out here in Fairview, most Friday nights. Oh yeah. Well, well you'll be there playing, there hanging out. <laughs> but uh, you got to come see Nikki's band, Brothers West, right? Brother West is one of the band. Highway seventy four is the other band. Yep. Uh, we play at the uh, joint next door, uh, the dugout in Hendersonville, uh, Boldrock, and the uh, Point Lookout Vineyards. Yeah. All 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 good venues. Point oh, Lookout yeah. Vineyards, good wine, great view. So, what was your first job? First job. Now. We count while I was in school, where I was working like No, let's, let's say you get out of school. Okay. Uh, what, what, what was your first Asheville job? Asheville Industries. We built uh, components for submarines, aircraft carriers. Uh, it was a cool job, and it was a gravy job. Uh, but uh, they went out of business after 10 years. Uh, so when, when, did, when did you start driving a truck? At when Asheville Industries shut down, because uh, I did not want to go back in another plant. Um, the plant experience that I had there was it was nothing but a soap opera and you had everybody's wives doing everybody's and I was like okay I I want out of this now so before I actually left Asheville Industries I would go on the weekend to truck driving school to get my CDLs and by the time because they give us they uh, a warning that you've got a year before we're going to close the door. So before I, I already had a job lined up, um, driving a truck and Beverly didn't last. I, I, Beverly didn't like that job too long. I think it was what? Three months, three months. I was coming from Texas, going to Newport news, Virginia. And I thought I was going to spend the night at home. So Beverly's going to pick me up in the field. And, um, when I get to the field, she goes, get all your stuff out. And I'm like, well, Beverly, i got to come back in the morning. I, I, I've got to deliver this. She goes, nope, you're not. Get your CB, get your refrigerator, and put it in the car. I went, Beverly, why? She goes, you got an interview tomorrow morning in Lexington, North Carolina, with Billings Freight System, where you're home every day with me. <laughs> <laughs> and then you went to Billings? Oh, yeah, I went to Billings, drove for Billings for 10 years, and they went, poof. Uh, and that was... That, I would have been retired by now, uh, $5,500 bucks a month if they'd have stayed in business, but they didn't. They, they mainly dealt with uh, textiles, and, you know, the textile mills moved to uh, 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 Mexico, 
So when it dried up here in Asheville, I would get my pickup truck, drive to Atlanta, Georgia, at the Billings facility there, and run Laredo, Texas, twice a week with another feller from uh, Alabama, uh, Opelika, Alabama, that actually played for Bear Bryant. But he was a big man. His hand was gigantic. Didn't really ever want to piss him off. <laughs> Not at all. And then, then Wilson Art. Then Wilson Art, as, as that business, where, where I started getting one trip to Laredo a week, uh, my wife's uh, cousin come to me and said they're hiring drivers at Wilson Art. So I went and put my application in, and they're like, when can you start? We need somebody today. And I'm like, okay. I'm on call, but they're not going to call me, so I ended up driving that day, <laughs> running a load of cotton somewhere down in South Carolina. And we had talked about this many times. When did you finally come to T.P. Howard? 2017. You used to come to my house. Well, yeah, we, we and, used to and, come. And, and we, would, we would sit around, drink beer, and, 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 I mean, it was fun. We had a lot of good memories, especially in the shed when he was in college. And, and he would come home for uh, college, and we would sit there, and we'd fill up a kitchen-sized garbage can with beer cans. And he would tell me, he says, when I get this company big, I'm hiring you, and you're driving a truck, and you're going to do this. And you, I'm like, I'm with you. I'm with you. You just let me know. Just let me know when you're going to do it. Well, that was a surprise the day your dad called. I was working. It was on a Saturday, and I was working at Wilson Art. And your dad called Beverly and says, we're going to the lake. Well, I was tired. I was give out. Uh, so Beverly's like, we're going to the lake. I'm like, Beverly, I really don't feel like going to the She goes, you're going to the lake. Now, hush. You know, Beverly don't put her foot down much, but when she does, you, 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 I've learned, you know, with the 30-something years of being married to her, you, you, you go along with her. And then I, th- I think your first day I told you you'd probably be in the shed a little bit and you'd be doing this and doing that. I don't, And I think since the very first day you've went in a dump truck and you've been driving a truck, how many miles a week since? There was one week. There was one day. It was over 700 miles in one day. Yep. Uh but that Beverly even rode with me in the evening of that one, and she ended up having to eat a dad gym. I, I told her I was going if she rode with me, we'd stop somewhere out there and get supper. But she ended up having to eat a McDonald's hamburger no because cheese. everything was closed. <laughs> everything, you know, it was, yeah. it, that was right after COVID, and everything closed early. We couldn't get nowhere. Where was that at? Where, where did you go to that day? Hazel, okay. twice. I went to Hazel twice that day and Mooresville once. (laughs) Hadn't been to Hazel. There's not a lot there. There's noodles and fast food. And there's no good way to get there. No. No, no no easy way at all. So Nikki has some of the best stories that I've ever heard. And most of us in this room, maybe not Mark, have heard them more than once. (laughs) A lot of us have been present for them, too. Yeah. Oh, it's my remedies, uh, too. (laughs) the, The day that we... I think Danny, when we hired Danny Dash, I think his first afternoon, I was kind of introducing him to everybody in the different divisions. And, I, and then I called, I said, well, we're going to call and talk to Nikki. You know, make, you know, he's one of the truck drivers and he'll be kind of heading up everything that you'll, you'll have going on. And, and I told Nikki, I said, Nikki, uh, Danny has a hemorrhoid and he needs to know how to cure it. And he didn't believe me. I told him, I'm like, you know, now, I, let me back up on that story. This this was years ago. And you got to understand, I, 
the first hemorrhoid I ever, I was in my 50s, the first hemorrhoid I ever got. And, um, it, I mean, it was, it was bad, and Beverly's like, Nikki, uh, my mother always used Vicks Vapor Rub. Well, I'm laughing. I'm like, uh, there ain't no way on God's green earth I'm taking that Vicks Vapor Rub and sticking it on my binky. No, ain't happening. Well, you know, it get, you, you get to sit and you want to take a wire brush and just <laughs> go at it. So, anyway, after an evening of, of I asked her where the Vicks was, she brought it to me. And she, I noticed she left and went back in the living room. Well, you know, I'm looking at it. I put it on my finger. I'm looking. I'm like, uh-uh, uh-uh. So I reached down, and I touch it, and I'm, I yelled. And I can hear Beverly all the way in the bathroom where I was at, horse laughing me. And I know I thought right then, that woman played a joke on me, and she's having fun with this. Little did I know the next morning when I woke up, total relief instant i mean just one and i'd been using that dad gym preparation h for two flipping weeks no results one night of vicks vapor up you just don't want an any so danny dash didn't have a hemorrhoid i just wanted danny to get to meet nikki on that oh. phone call and, and he did so tell us another story is a, a good hot spring story and we were all <coughs> sitting around a fire and so I, i'll tell you this when, when nikki and i hang out i'm nikki's motivation oh yeah they, they no they say that you're an instigator i'm like no you're you're a motivator you get people to do stuff that's why it, it's really good you're in the position you are because you're not an instigator you know they say your brother's in this no motivator motivator all the way anyway we was at hot springs and uh sitting around a campfire and I've got a chair and it's right by the fire. So I don't want to get up. So I'm about, Let me start. so Nikki always says that he can do things. Okay. And he'll make the comment. I can do that. Or I can pee that fire out or, I did. you know, I, I can, well, and so every time he says these things, then I motivate him to do them. And usually Beverly, I don't think Beverly talked to me the next day after he did what you're about to tell. Oh, no. Uh, she was mad at me because I didn't get lucky that night neither. Um, but anyway, um, we're sitting at Hot Springs and I'm drinking. And, I'm, you know, you're drinking, you got to pee. And I'm like, I'm not losing my seat. I, if I get up, I come back, this seat's going, I'm not losing it. So I'm about 12 or 14 beers deep into this. And I'm like, I really don't want to crack this seal. Because once you crack a seal drinking beer, you're done the rest of the night. You're going to be peeing all night long. <laughs> anyway, I stood up. And I'm like, man, I got to pee bad. I got to go. And I think you said something to me. And I don't know. I can't remember what it was. And I said, I got to pee bad enough. I can put that fire out. And you're like, there ain't no way you can put that fire out with your pee. I went, okay, it's on. And the next thing I know... I was peeing on the fire, and I did put that fire. It was a cod roaster of a fire, too, and I put it out. There you, wasn't nothing you, but steam. You put the fire out, and you put the gathering out, and whatever oh, party anybody else thought about having out, it was over. Well, no, no. If you remember Don and his family, it's, it took him just about an hour to get a fire going back in there because they were staying up. <laughs> and it took him over an hour I to get a fire. Once that happened, everybody else just left. 
Yeah. The amount of steam off the fire was pretty impressive that night. Yeah. Pea steam at Pea that. steam. <laughs> so, Nikki, tell us, out, we've already talked about it a little bit. So, outside of work, what do you like to do? I like to play music. Play, like I said, I play in two different bands. Um, play the bass, backup sing. Uh, really enjoy that, especially when I get my family and friends there and y'all were all having a good time and having fun. Like to play golf, like to play with my grandson, uh, my girls when they play with me, but uh, you know, they're both grown and they've got their own little world going on. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> Becca has her hands full because of uh, little man. So, tell us why TPH. That was a no-brainer. I was looking forward to this when we was talking about it in the shed. When when you would talk about, I'm like, you know, there, and I would tell Beverly afterwards. I'm like, Beverly, I know he's young. I I, I, I know he's in school and 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 or just right out of school, but he's got a vision that nobody can see. But Josh, and I said, I believe in him. I, he'll do it. And when when that day happens. You gotta let me know up up front when when they when they come to me, so I'm not like I was getting ready to do when they was taking me to the lake to give me the job. Uh, so you you was right on by making me go to the lake because I was I was beat that day. <laughs> <laughs> so what what's your motivation every day? Well, early on, my motivation was trying to be a pimple on my dad's ass. Uh, and my dad never give you a pat on the back, never told you he was proud of you, but it was the smile he gave you. The, you wanted that smile that he gave you. Uh, uh, you didn't want the pat on the back after, after you learned my dad. And your dad is the same way. I don't want him to pat me, but when he looks at you and gives you that smile, I'm, I'm tickled. Um, so now that my dad has passed away, my job is to be a pimple on your daddy's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell him that. <laughs> Anybody got anything else? I think this was a great day, but that concludes the podcast for today. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to the Full Port Podcast with Josh Howard and Nate Wyatt. Find us on social media like Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Just search TP Howard Plumbing. Make sure to click the follow button on the podcast and give it a five-star rating if you like what you hear. 